Failure is not what you think it is. And that's why we're going to be talking about how to handle failure in a way that will lead you towards your dream lifestyle. So let's do it. Welcome to the Dream Lifestyle Podcast, where the focus and mission is to help you become the best version of yourself so you can live your dream lifestyle. I'm thankful that you're here for another conversation because we are talking about failure in today's episode. And it's super important that we talk about failure just because as much as we want to talk about success, as much as we need to talk about the process to success, the truth about the journey, the truth about the process to your success is that there will be failure. And for me, I'm someone that likes to think, Rather than try to act as if these obstacles and these hardships and these trials and tribulations, so to speak, um, aren't going to be a part of the journey, let's figure out how we're going to handle them so that when they arise, when we do encounter them, we know exactly what we need to do. We have a set plan for how we handle things like fear, how we handle things like self-doubt, how we handle things like failure. And so with that, I want to talk – well, I want to start the conversation – by just talking about what failure actually is, okay? And again, this is important because failure is, in my opinion, one of the most integral parts. It is almost foundational to your success. Like, I don't know if you can find me one person that is successful in their own right, in their own field, that has not experienced some level of failure that did not spark something new within them. And that's why it's so important because failure is a space where it's really you against you. And what that means is when you encounter something that, let's say, just does not go your way or does not go expected, it's really up to you to decide how you're going to respond. And I think that's where it's very important, and I say this all the time, When you have goals that matter to you, right, when you really have purpose-filled goals that really mean something to you, that really have an impact on the world around you, whether it be your friends, family, you know, but when you have goals where you really know what you want and you really know why you want it, when you do encounter failure, because it's going to happen, you're going to encounter some level of disappointment, you're going to encounter some level of, you know, unexpected, it's going to happen. But when you have a a goal that really matters to you at that level, you're really left at a decision in that failure where it's, well, who are you going to be now? It's really, you know, you, you, you're in a space where it's up to you. And I think it's, that's a beautiful place to be in. Um, and I think that's one thing that a lot of people run from. And I think that's something that they should run towards. Because a lot of the, the the most beautiful things in the world come from small, dark, nasty places. And that's honestly what failure is. Like failure is almost an incubator for your identity. Failure is an incubator for your dreams. And as long as you look at it like that, and that perspective is super important in that, it's just a matter of are you going to be in that space to grow or are you going to be in that space and stay in that space? And just from my own personal experience with failure, I remember when I first started Craft Your Dream, and it, it had gotten some um, pretty good momentum. You know, I was having virtual events and everything like that. But I remember one event in particular. I remember one event in particular. I it was a principles event. It was an event where I wanted to help people really establish principles for their life. 
And, you know, I had, you know, done at least what I knew I could do with marketing it and really trying to get it out there. And, you know, I had some people register. But when when the time came for the event to happen, nobody showed up. And, oh, man, when I tell you it, like, it was heartbreaking. Like, just, it was devastating to me. Um, Just because it's like, well, I did what I knew to do. Um, you know, I put it out there, you know, people said they, they saw value in it, you know, so on and so forth. But when the time actually came to log on and, you know, I'm ready to present and everything, not a soul showed up. And, you know, the first couple of minutes, I'm like, all right, you know what? Maybe people just late, you know, people take their time. But then five minutes went by and 10 minutes went by and 20 minutes went by. And then I just was like, man, nobody's coming. And it was in that moment where I had a decision to make. It was in that failure I had a decision to make. Because again, I was toy, I was either like going to say, all right, I'm done with this. Like this is this is crazy. I'm done with this. Or let's figure it out. And those those are my two choices. And I just I I vividly remember that I decided to record the event anyway. Like just meet my presentation of the event. I recorded it anyway. Um and I remember crying after I did it. Just you know, I literally just ball and crying after um just because it was hard you know it was hard it was it was something that you know again like with what i do the work i do here at craft your dream it matters to me and so and i'm human <laughs> too right like i'm human so when i'm in that type of space where you know i'm thinking people are showing up and nobody shows up it's kind of like similar to you know i don't know if this ever happened to you but you throw a party when you're younger and you, you all your friends at school saying oh yeah we're gonna come we're gonna come and then party time nobody shows up right it's, it's similar to that um but in that in that moment in that time of thinking because even the decision to still record it was like you know what i'm gonna record this anyway that was where i really made a decision that I was not going to let this happen again. And again, it was, again, I, I made that decision with tears in my eyes. I made this decision without really even knowing what to do afterwards. Um, but it was like, for me, it was a thing of, you know what, this experience that I'm feeling right now, I will do whatever I have to do to make sure I don't experience this again. And so now what that did, what that really helped me with was, I already knew what I was running towards, but now I had a really clear, tangible piece of evidence as to what I was running from and not necessarily running from as if it's like something unhealthy, but I do think all of us should have some level uh, of understanding of what we're trying to avoid. Like I do think all of us, whether we are aware of it or not, and I think the people that are aware of it, those are the ones that really are able to thrive, but for all of us have different pain points that will basically dictate whether we're going to make changes or not. Because if a pain point is is deep enough, you're going to say, I'm not dealing with this anymore. But if it isn't, then you might just end up sticking with the pain and that might become your new normal. So for me, after experiencing that with nobody showing up at the event, that was where I really had to look myself in the mirror you know, that's why I had to really take accountability for, you know what, I thought I did this well, but now I have to just do it better. And that's, and, and that's again, like, I'm not saying that this is an easy process or anything like that, but this was something that, you know, helped me. And I think it really transformed um, just my understanding 
of what I needed to do um, in terms of really helping people and just who I needed to become. Because it was in that failure of nobody showing up for an event that I did all the research possible. I, 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 man, <laughs> I did a lot of work to make sure that that would never happen again. And, you know, fast forward a couple months, um, I started hosting the Dreamer Symposium. And, you know, the Dreamer Symposium is, is the annual event that happens every year um, where people get clear on where they want to go, where they are, and, where they, and how they're going to get there. But in that, because of that first failure at that virtual event, I was able to have people in a room. So I went from dealing with, quote unquote, the failure of, you know, hosting a virtual event. And I had hosted successful virtual events prior, but I had hosted, you know, a virtual event that nobody showed up to. But because of that failure, it I made the decision to essentially do whatever I had to do to make sure that didn't happen again. And now lead up. I have a room full of people in a physically in a room. That was an absolute success. And so in that, for me, handling failure was really just a matter of keeping the big picture. Okay. Handling failure is a matter of keeping the big picture because again, it's up to you. Opportunity is up to you. And that's where I think a lot of people miss it. They, they think that opportunity is something that's just going to fall from the sky. They think that opportunity is just going to happen. But the truth is, if you don't create opportunity, then you're going to be left behind. And I know a lot of people do a lot of talk about being prepared for your opportunity. But the truth is, when you're prepared enough, you're creating opportunity. And that's what I did for me. And this, again, I'm not, this is not an easy process, but it is worth it. Because when you just simply put in the time to master the skill of something, when you put in the time to improve in whatever it is, and that's an uncomfortable conversation with self, you know, because, again, like when I when I went through my process, my normal process of, you know, um, leading up to the event, that was, in my mind, good at the time. <laughs> now, looking back at it, like, oh, my God, that was horrible. But looking back at it at the time when I was in that space, I thought I was doing really good. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I didn't because I thought I was okay. I wasn't leaving room. I was not allowing myself to really inspect myself because I just thought it was good. So it was like if if something's good, especially as an entrepreneur, like you're spread thin, like you're basically filling all the roles. It's like, well, if that's good, okay, on to the next thing. But when I encountered that failure of nobody showing up, that's when I had to make the decision, okay. What I did before is not good enough. And because this is something that really matters to me, my purpose is rooted in helping people realize the goals that are within them, that help to help them realize the dreams that God's put in their hearts. Because that matters more in the big picture of this thing than this one event, this one failure, that's when I decided to go to the next level. And so within me looking big picture and understanding not necessarily my why, but understanding clearly what the what piece of it in terms of what the, what I'm called to do with this business, what I'm called to do to help people and the why behind it. And now I have a point of reference as to what I will never let happen again. That then led me to a process of differentiating between what I think one of the most and I credit my father with this. The best lesson he ever taught me was fact versus feeling and. 
you know, this is fact versus feeling is is one of those things that you really just got to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself that, you know, what you thought may have been good actually might not have been that that good. And, you know, you just look at the facts. You, just, you, you lay out all the facts of the situation. So for me, it was, okay, I had this event at this time at this date. Maybe that wasn't the best one. I marketed the, the event this way. Maybe it wasn't my best effort. I, I possibly could have done this a little better. Uh, you know, d- just different thing. Maybe the topic, the way in which I had to critique all of it and find the facts within the, um, you know, with, within the, the process for creating that event. I had, to, I had to look at the facts because that output was not what I wanted. So as a result, once I looked through the facts, that's when I addressed the feelings. Like, man, this feeling sucks. Like this feeling is trash. I like just again, you you throw a party and none of your friends show up, right? And so in that, in separating the two, the facts gave me action steps. The facts gave me, okay, you know what? This is I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop pursuing this thing because it matters to me. But also at the same time, I now have action steps in ways to make it even better. And because of that, because I made that decision to first just think big picture in the sense of understanding what it is that I'm doing, what it is that I'm going after, why I'm going after it, and so on and so forth, then it led me to factor feeling, which was, okay, here are the facts of the situation. Here are the facts and the feelings about these inputs, right? I felt like I did a good job, but the fact is I didn't, right? I felt like there should have been a lot of people there, but the fact is there was nobody there. And so... When I decided to look at those facts, then it gave me action steps. It gave me action steps to say, you know what? Something's got to change. Something has to change. And, that's, and that is the, is the main thing that I think failure really gives people. It can give people if they decide to look at it that way. Is it's just a matter of are you going to view it in a way? Are you going to view the situation in a way that will lead to your growth rather than your destruction. Because failure is your biggest opportunity, but it is a matter of just how you handle it. And in handling it, you need to really be sure, be clear about where you want to go. You need to be very clear and sure about yourself so that you can do the fact versus feeling balance. But also at the same time, you need to be willing to just say something has to change. Something has to change. And this applies, you know, I gave my example with my event, but this applies to the, the biggest of things. It applies to the lowest of things. Like if you are, if you're looking at your finances right now, right, it, for another example, and you're like, I don't like what's in my account. Like my bank accounts are in failure. Like it's failing. Like I'm not making enough money or I'm not making ends meet, whatever your situation may be. You need to eventually say something has to change. Not, oh my gosh, like this, I can't believe this is happening to me, right? It's just a matter of, you know what, saying this happened, right? It's just accepting the fact, okay, this happened. But then dealing with something has to change. And in that, in the something has to change, you give yourself action steps on what to change. So whether it be using the financial example, whether it be, hey, I got to stop eating out so much. Hey, I got to start saying no more. Hey, I got to learn how to say no, because that's, that's a skill in itself. Like saying no is a skill. 
especially if you have active friends. But, you know, in, in that you give yourself things that you can do so that way you don't get that output. And that's where, you know, like I say before, where it's life is literally simply inputs and outputs. Your success is dictated on inputs and outputs. And in that, you're going to be encountering failure. So what you decide to to put in when you're dealing with failure will dictate what you put out. And if you decide to go to the next level because something has to change because of a failure, you're going to see much better fruit on the other side of it. Because, again, when you know you're operating in something that really matters to you and you're just willing to do whatever it takes, you can't lose. And that's why a lot of people say failure isn't real. It's not so much that failure isn't real. They just know how to handle it. They know how to properly handle disappointment. They know how to properly handle the unexpected when things don't necessarily go their way. And that's why when you when you do take the time to get clear on this is the, the, the policy and the procedures for myself personally, when I encounter hardship, when I encounter failure, you are giving yourself one of the biggest tools to create the foundation for your success. Because again, you're going to deal with something that does not go your way. Success is far from linear. Success is not a straight line. It is a bunch of ups. It's a bunch of downs. It's a bunch of plateaus. It's a bunch of going backwards sometimes, going back up. It's all over the place. And so in that, you're going to encounter hardships. You're going to encounter something that you could consider a failure, but you could decide. Again, it's all a decision in your your brain. You can decide to just let it keep you down. But if you decide to handle it the right way, if you decide to look at your failure and say, you know what, this is something I encountered as a result of whatever I put in, but I can change that. Something has to change. And if I decide to change it, I won't experience this pain because this pain should not exist because I know what I'm called to. I know what I want to accomplish. And this pain is not in that. So what are we going to change? The things that I thought were good, no longer good. I raise my standards as a result of a failure that I may experience. But you don't necessarily need to call it a failure because your failure is an opportunity. But it's up to you to view it that way. It's up to you to make the conscious decision to sit down with self and really just evaluate and reflect on the situation, thinking about the overhead big picture as well as looking at the fact and feeling of it, but then also really creating action steps on this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to change as a result of this failure. And so this is, and again, this is so, so important. This is so important. I really hope that you're understanding what I'm saying, the words that are coming out of my mouth, because I I cannot tell you, it breaks my heart when I hear so many people deal with hardship They deal with quote unquote failure, but they stay stuck in their failure. And you don't have to stay stuck in your failure because you have the power to get out of it. You have the power to literally flip failure on its head and allow it to propel you towards success. You have that ability. And it, it applies to any area of life, any area of life. And I truly believe that for some You know, you have to go through a certain level of pain before you decide something's got to change. But all of us have a different threshold. All of us. Like, I remember for me financially when, you know, I had to reach a certain level of pain, you know, a certain level of I open my bank account and it's only what in there? 
before it's like, nah, something has to change. I got something has to change. I got to do something about this, right? And it's the same thing with with friendships. It's the same thing with business, your career. You're you, when you endure a certain level of pain or quote unquote failure, you need to make sure that you you attack it in a way that you are at the end of it able to say something has to change. And it's on you, and that's and that's a level of self accountability that I think is is kind of getting lost um, in today. Because if you don't have self accountability, you make it very difficult for you to create your dream lifestyle. It's it's a level of extreme ownership you have to take when it does come to failure. Because it's easy to fall into you know just blaming other people or whatever, right? Like when I when no one showed up at the event. I could have just spent the next six months talking about how did no one come to the event? It would have been really awesome. They would have loved it. Like their lives would have been changed forever. Like what in the world? Like they should have been there. They should have been there. They missed out. They missed out. Well, the truth is, no, they didn't. That's fact. They didn't. Clearly, whatever that event, the way in which I presented it to them was not valuable enough for them to come. That's not on them. That's my responsibility. Right. It's my responsibility. If I know that this is information that can help them, it's up to me to get butts and seats. It's not their responsibility. Right. And that's that was the, the level of extreme ownership that I had to take in handling that failure, because, again, it's not about a blame game, blame game. Any you can probably think of five people right now that do the blame game in different areas of their lives. You can probably think of them and hopefully they're not your friends, but. You want to make sure that you're not falling into blame game or anything like that when it comes to you encountering failure, because your failure is opportunities, but you have to take extreme ownership. And when you take extreme ownership, you make the process a lot easier when you're dealing with fact and feeling, when you're actually thinking about big picture. Because in the moment, it sucks. The moment in which you experience failure, it sucks. But one, that should just be your sign that you're human. Because again, we're all humans. It's not... It's not a thing about just, you know, being a tough guy or a tough girl. Like, it's okay. It's okay. You're probably going to be emotional when you experience failure. Like, you're human. It's okay. But two, when you have extreme ownership, when you experience failure, you are giving yourself permission to unlock a new level of yourself. And you just have to decide to do it. You have the key. And again, even in the action steps too, let's talk about this for a second. Even in the action steps that you may come up with, you might not have the answers for a little while, but you're searching for them. Like you might not have the exact answers of, okay, this is exactly what I'm going to do. All right. So I've, I've encountered the failure. I'm, I'm, I've, you know, done the whole process of knowing the big picture and factors feeling. And then, okay, boom, I know exactly what I'm going to do. That's not always the case, but if you are basically when you encounter the failure and in handling the failure, you decide to start searching for the answers when you reach your point of something has to change, that's when you're going to start seeing a breakthrough. And that's to the preparedness point, you know, because you're not like, yes, you're preparing for opportunity. But in your searching for answers, you're going to actually start creating opportunities as you do that. And so that's why it's very important that with whatever failure that you may encounter, whatever disappointment you may encounter, please know you have the power to unlock a new level to yourself. But it's up to you to understand what the big picture is. What is this failure in relation to what it is that I'm trying to accomplish? But then also, what are the facts and what are the feelings in this particular situation? And then getting to the place of something has to change. 
And in you getting to the place of something has to change, you're going to start searching for the answers to change it because that pain should not exist in your life anymore. But if you do that, you will then basically give yourself a very good framework on how to handle failure. Because guess what? Just because you encounter failure today and even you overcome the failures today doesn't mean that there's not another another failure coming. And that's not to say that I don't mean to say that in like a negative way, but in the sense that there's going to be another obstacle. There's going to be another challenge. But by making the decision in today's quote unquote challenge and today's quote unquote failure, you are basically giving yourself the framework of how to handle future failures, hardships, obstacles. And as long as you give yourself the framework today, you're basically giving yourself the tools to handle tomorrow's problem. And tomorrow's problems aren't really going to be problems because who you are is going to be elevated. So if you do that, you're going to see yourself go to a whole new level. So I hope that this was helpful. Um, This was actually really fun to talk about because I think it's important. Like, I, I think it's so important. Like, I think some people are really stuck in this delusion that, you know, you're never going to experience hardship or success should just be easy or any of the things like it's hard. <laughs> it is hard to to improve your life. And that's, you know, it's it's hard, but but it's worth it. You know, and I think that's that's the point that I think people should really harp on. Like, it's not about like anything in life is hard. Like anything in life, anything that's worth having is hard to get. Right. But because just because something's hard doesn't mean that you shouldn't do the work to, to get it. Like if you want you can have anything you want in this world. It's just a matter of are you going to put in the work? Are you going to do what it takes? And so in that, you're going to encounter failures. You're going to encounter hardships. You're going to encounter obstacles. So why not give yourself a blueprint and a framework of how to handle it when it does arise so that way you're not stuck in the mud for the next six, seven, eight months, even a year because you experienced one failure as opposed to, you know what, I have the tools let me go ahead, you know, take my time. And now what used to take me, you know, six months to bounce back from now only takes me a month. And now you're basically going to be, you know, you're going to be um, progressing more because you're going to be giving yourself more time or, or less, less recovery time, so to speak, from the blow of failure. So again, hope this was helpful. Leave a comment. Let me know if this was helpful to you because I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to also leave a comment to let me know how you grew this week. How did you How did you get better? I'd love to hear. Just how did you get better? Whether that's mastering a skill, whether that's gaining knowledge, whatever. Whatever you did to improve your life, I'd love to hear it um, because I support you. I really do. That's why I do this. That this entire platform is so that way you know that you're supported. So that way you understand that you're not alone in this thing. And so in some way, shape or form, I'd love to support you. If you haven't go get you a dream workbook It's in the description link below. Um, I also mentioned, I told you guys my story about the events and I mentioned the dreamers, the dreamer symposium, um, also preparing for that. So stay tuned for some, uh, updates on that. There's actually going to be a link below where you can actually get some live updates on how that's coming along because I'd love to have you there. It's going to be awesome. We're going to a higher level. Um, you're going to want to be there. You're going to want to be in this room. It's, it's going to be awesome. So again, thank you. Enjoy your day. Go kill it. Always remember your dream is possible as long as you are willing to work for it. I'll see you guys next week. 